This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Love the Brewers against the Cubs. Love them. We talked about it when it was minus 121. It keeps on moving. Now we're up to minus 139, Horvat. Jump on the Brewers before this thing gets out of control. Peralta, superb against the Cubs in his career. They can't hit. They're dead last in weighted runs created plus. They're striking out at the third highest rate in all of Major League Baseball. The lineup of hitters that we're going to see tonight, terrible. Terrible against Peralta. They just lost two out of three against the Pirates. The Cubs are below 500 after playing six of their first nine games against the worst team in Major League Baseball. Chafin deals. Urias down the line. That is fair. Into the corner it goes. It's a free RBI double. Three and two. Hira, right side base hit. Another run will score. Keston Hira. A two-out, two-strike RBI single, six to one Milwaukee on the BetQL Audio Network. We got a couple things right last night. Cubs stink. Cubs <laughs> stink. So this is the time of the year, mid-April, when Chris Rogers says, "Oh, Joe, you're overreacting to what you've seen in the first couple of weeks. They have so much talent in that lineup." No, no, they ain't uh. turning it around. They are not. Welcome in to BetQL Daily. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji for the next few hours. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the free Odyssey app to uh, subscribe to the show. You can listen and also watch the show. And you can watch the live stream on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. On the program today, we'll check in with Alex Moretto from The Score to break down the NHL trade deadline and ESPN's Doug Kazarian will be here. They're going to do a, a cool NBA betcast coming up on Wednesday. I want to talk to him about that, but it is a terrific day to have Chris Raji here because we have even more than a full slate of games, 17 major league baseball games. We're going to try to break down as many of them as possible. Jake Alley, Jake Hassan, Dylan Burns producing uh just typical ranji catching up with him for a few minutes before the show actually goes on the air oh cool joe you got lasik congratulations that's awesome um yeah i thought about doing it um but you know i just decided against it because i found out about this woman that died because she did she had it and then this other person went blind and then this person shot their dog because they thought it was a squirrel like it's just 
How's your day going? Fantastic. Yeah, I feel I'm really happy with my decision. Okay, let me tell you why I didn't do it. Hey, Chris. Hey, congratulations on the LASIK, though, buddy. <laughs> oh, you got LASIK? Yeah, cool. Did you hear about that lady who killed herself because she couldn't get rid of the dry eyes? Yeah. Like, oh, wait, yeah. Happen. My eyes are really dry, and it is kind of annoying. <laughs> but um, we haven't gotten that far yet. It's only been a matter of days. These uh, are... <laughs> my wife is constantly making fun of me because I'm supposed to be wearing these like what they look like blue blockers when I'm outside, yeah. even though it's really not happening. I really needed them for the first day. That was a mess. Joe, but, um, you're using a camera light right now, aren't you? I asked the doctor about it and I, I said, how long do I have to avoid these bright lights? Because you guys are giving me these blue blockers to wear. He's like, oh, should... no, it's fine. It's fine. No. You, can, you can look at the bright lights. Joe, please, please, <laughs> after this segment, please, in my go car. Put, please go put them on and wear them for the rest of the show. Please. <laughs> I, I, will I, instantly, I will instantly look like a senior citizen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> here, here, here's something that's worse. So you, yeah. you got the consultations. You didn't get that far uh, along. Because you decided not to do it because of all the people dying in this country. That, was, that wasn't Because why. of LASIK. That wasn't why. <laughs> but they give you these goggles to wear at night so you don't accidentally rub your eyes while you're, while you're you know, sleeping. sleeping. Right. Yeah, because you're going to get dry eyes, especially in the first week. So they gave me these goggles to wear for the first five days, which they last a few hours. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, uh. I have to take them off. Would you like to? Would you, would you like to see the goggles? I would like to see the goggles. <laughs> right. Do you have them? Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. I had a feeling this was going to come up. I, I had a feeling. Yeah. Hang on. Here you go. Put it on. Here you go. Put it on. Let me do the reveal. Okay. Oh, I'm really excited about this, Joe. I hope it looks ridiculous. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a. What's the problem. You look, you look like the worst superhero ever. I it it feels like I just won a World <laughs> Series and I'm gonna go spray oh. beer all over the reporters. Hey, can I tell you how I feel about that? No, you know what? I'm gonna tell you anyway, even if you don't want to hear it. I <laughs> yes. think it's I think it's cheating when these ball players get those giant professional ski goggles <laughs> and they take them into the locker room. You know, in the clubhouse right? is celebrating. No, it's supposed to burn your eyes. That's the whole point. You're yes, su you're supposed to get it in your eyes. You don't get to wear the huge ski goggles. It's cheating. And now they, they all do, right? Yeah, they, they everybody. All. Yeah. Well, they're probably they're probably companies who give them to the the players so they can get some advertising out of it. I'm sure yes. of it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Put those back on, by the way. No, I can't. I can't. Come on, like, you do. If I didn't see myself were... in the in the computer staring back at me, I no. would. But it is so ridiculous. You looked like the least effective superhero that's ever lived. <laughs> Just... there's like, there's like... this. What, what, what show is that? There's like this superhero cartoon. It's like, or maybe it's a movie. What is it, Mister Underpants? You ever see this? I don't there's know. Underwear I don't know. on the outside of his pants. And he goes and saves everyone. Super Joe is here to save the day. What are you going to do? I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the people yes. in charge. It's really bad. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. So I'm still alive. I'm still here. Chris Raji has other ideas. No, you're fine. I mean, the odds of something like what I was talking about happening, actually happening to you are very, very low. Like you are going down the list. You're going down the list. Like, oh, hey, you know what else, Joe? You know how we both got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Like, yeah. Like, I feel great. Yesterday I go shopping. No concerns. I had to wear the mask, but that's okay. I'm not worried about anything. And yeah, yeah, they stopped giving it out. You didn't see this? It's 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 like everywhere this morning. Yeah, it's all anybody's talking about. I didn't see anything this morning. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like a really bad thing that they're doing this right now. I know they're trying to be cautious, but now all the people who are anti-vax are going to like, see, see, told you we shouldn't do it. It was a downer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring this to you, but six people out of seven million have had blood clots and we're going to stop doing this. Yes. whatever, whatever. Just I got the J&J vaccine. I feel fine. If I had to do it over again, I'd go right back and I would do it tomorrow. Like I would get it again tomorrow because I think the other side is worth it. Like um, you warned, like you warned me, and it was exactly what you said. And it's yeah. been the same experience with this vaccine. Everyone else I've spoken to with the the one shot Johnson and Johnson feel terrible for twenty four hours. Then you're fine. Yeah, uh, that's and I felt fine after the fact. Yeah. And and I know what the other side of this is. The other side of it is we get to be out of a pandemic. I, I, I pretty good. It's pretty, want, pretty good upside. Joe, I want there <laughs> to not be a pandemic anymore. I'm sick of it. I know everybody's yeah. sick of it. This is our way out. So let's do it. Um, I don't think there's a way out for the Cubs. I know that before Ooh. we before we started this, uh, well, before the season started, yeah. you know, we did one of these shows and I told you that I wouldn't be totally surprised if the Cubs actually end up making some kind of run this year. And, you know, probably not going to win a wild card. Maybe they could win the division because of the uh, relative lack of quality in the division. But I don't know, man. That is it. It is an historically bad offense right now. It is their worst 10 game start ever, ever. And they've had some bad teams. You know this. You're a Cubs fan. It is their worst start ever. In fact, it's the worst. And I forgot who put this note out there yesterday. We're start. We're start. How? Because I remember a year in the late nineties when. In in maybe that was just maybe that. Oh, hits. Okay. The the amount of hits they've they've had the fewest amount of hits over any ten game stretch ever for them, going back to like nineteen hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really seriously bad right now. And you see Um, who they got the next few days. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, yeah, that's that's not going to be good for them. And and the thing is, you look at the lineup, and this is where I was coming from when I said that a couple of weeks ago. That lineup, with some of those dudes in the middle of that lineup, there's no reason they should be this inept. There's no reason for this amount of incompetence offensively. But not they with... haven't they haven't been good in four or five years though. I, consistently. I, I... I know, I, I, but it shouldn't be this bad. Right, of course not. 
Yeah, so as some of you may have heard in the open, I was on the Brewers. That was one of my favorite bets. I was on the Giants, too. That one lost late last night. They couldn't scratch for some reason. Uh, no, I was on, uh, yeah, San Francisco. They couldn't scratch against Wade Miley for some reason. But right before the game, as, as I was heading out, and I was thinking about this Cubs-Brewers game, and I felt so strong about it. I said, wait a second. I didn't even talk about Peralta's strikeout prop because it wasn't available when I did the show in the morning. Let me take a quick gander. And it was seven and a half. I was like, what? Oh. What? He's going way over. And he was over with the first out in oh. the fifth inning. Well, that was actually uh, one of my takeaways on a few of the games yesterday. Not only Peralta did that go over with these. These teams that have these early high strikeout rates. I, I was looking at Texas. Like, boy, I'd love to go with Glass now over on the strikeout prop. I was talking about that with Horvath. I'm like, I don't know, though. A lot has to go right to go over eight and a half to go to nine, and he gets 14. <laughs> it's in, We have multiple teams with strikeout rates north of 30 so far. It's wild. It's it's not a great watch. And, and you know, the Cubs are in, at least in terms of their own division, and I still think the National League Central is going to end up being a pretty weak division. It'll be competitive, yep. but it'll be competitive yeah. from the standpoint that nobody's that good. So everybody's yeah. kind of on the same level here. Four of the five highest strikeout teams on offense mm -hmm. in the National League are um, uh, National League Central teams. The only outlier is the Reds, who have been pretty good. So everybody else is in that top five. The Cardinals, the Cubs, the Pirates. It's not a very good offensive division yet, except for the Reds. The Reds are killing it right now. They, they've scored the most runs in baseball. As right. of this moment, so we're 10 games into the season. They are killing it when it comes to offense. I don't know how much longer that lasts, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to be surprised at all, Joe, if we get to the end of August and, and that team is still right there at the top of the division. If they still had Bauer, the Reds would be the runaway favorite, right? Because this was Bauer? the offense. This was the offense we were supposed to see last year. Yeah. Some sample size of two months. They just they had a lot of bad luck. They could not turn it around. It's it's coming this year. Just had to wait a little bit. You know that sample size gets a little yeah. bit larger, and then all of a sudden they turn it around offensively. Didn't have the terrible BABIP, and you know it's not even two weeks yet. But um, yeah, if they still have Bauer, we'd be saying, oh yeah, not the Cardinals. They'd be the favorite. Yeah, especially with the Cardinals uncertainty in their rotation. And, and they went into mm -hmm. the season thinking this is going to be a strength of ours. And I think the Cardinals strength ultimately will be their bullpen. It's probably the, it's probably the best thing they have or the most consistent, steady thing they have, even though they, they added, uh, you know, Arenado to the mix offensively, they improved there, but their bullpen should be strong. I've got a lot of questions about how that rotation will hold up aside from Jack Flaherty, who's going to pitch today. Um, aside from him, I'm just I'm, I'm curious to see how it holds up for the rest of the year. But that Reds team, you're right. If Trevor Bauer is part of that team, I think they are the clear favorite to win the division. Major League Baseball favorites go seven and three on Monday. Your only dogs, Washington over St. Louis, Miami over Atlanta and Detroit with a big shocker against the Houston Astros in the NBA. Favorites went five and three against the spread. Few notable things. Uh, good Sixers-Mavs game. Well, it wasn't really that competitive because the Sixers ran away there. Embiid dominated Luka with 32-4-4. Four and four. I love that because uh, I, I got the points bet under. That was a big winner for me last night. Uh, 
Horvat talked about betting Steph Curry over the points. It was like 30 or something like that. I didn't realize that that he was so close to the Wilt Chamberlain record last yeah. night to for team history. So that was huge. Um, Steph went off. He, he got almost all the uh, prop in the first quarter. The big thing from that game, though, Jamal Murray went down to a knee injury. And the way his teammates reacted – after Denver went on a big eight-game winning streak, they get to the four seed right now in the West. Now you're really worried uh, about what's to come there. Uh, if they don't have Murray, they don't have much of a shot. Right, and for him, I know that uh, just as of about a half hour ago, the team was still trying to find a a way to get an MRI done for him. They hadn't done it yet, but you know, being on the road, it's a little bit more difficult for them to make that happen. It, you know, I, it's it, it's really it's a sad thing when something like that happens because it, it's, it's well beyond the team. He's just a fun player to watch and for him to now be unavailable for probably, you know, the rest of the season, uh, certainly the rest of the season and probably part of next year too. That's a huge blow. And it's very, very sad. The jazz 24 game home win streak comes to a close. Washington wins outright. The uh, Knicks take care of the Lakers, man, the Lakers, are they going to keep slotting? How far down? Are they going to have to deal with the playing game? It all depends when LeBron's going to return. Bulls were in a tough spot. They end up losing to Memphis last night by 11 points. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji on BetQL Daily coming up next. We're go going to go over today's lengthy MLB card on the BetQL Audio Network.